0: Ashley Burke, reading Allison Lee's book, Watch Upon a Proposal, epilogue. You didn't think it was going to end there, did you? Oops. You got someone here to see you, Bobby. Bobby glanced up from the budget she was studying to see Fiona's, no, her secretary, standing there. Who is it? But Cheryl just lifted her shoulders and disappeared from the doorway of Bobby's office. Bobby glanced at her watch and her appointment book. She didn't think she had anything scheduled, but then she'd only been running Golden Ability for two weeks and she was still nervous about missing something important. But her calendar was clear and Fiona had already put in her daily atonement of time when Bobby... With Bobby, less than an hour actually, because she she (laughs) insisted that Bobby was doing fine and she had a new yoga instructor. She was working with a fine young man named Juan. Fiona was clearly throwing herself into her retirement with as much enthusiasm as she did everything else. Bobby left a budget on her desk. She already managed to find several thousand extra dollars by transferring it from one coast area to another, but she was perfectly happy not to look at numbers for a few minutes. She worked her way out of the office that had grown even more crowded since Fiona's abrupt retirement. She threw her hands down the sides of her deep red sweater dress and walked out into the administration area. The sight of Gabe still made her heart skitter crazily around in her chest, and she quickly cr- across the hill. This is a nice surprise. She caught his hands in hers and reached up for his kiss. I wasn't expecting you. Are you supposed to be working Boss's perks, remember his eyes? Went I brought you something. He held up a slender box and she laughed and took the box from him. You're spoiling me as a fiance's prerogative, isn't it? She just shook her head again, flipped open the box. Inside was a delicate silver bracelet with three shiny daisies dangling from it. Another one <laughs> for some reasons. I feel need to fill your life with flowers. He took the bracelet from her and fastened it around her wrist. Besides matches the necklace. She did not seem to stop smiling. She touched her finger to the diamond pendant that hung around her neck. It, too, was in the shape of a daisy. In the earrings, she shook her head a little, and she felt the dangling earrings dancing in her ears. She looked at the bracelet. It's beautiful. Thank you. Then she laughed a little. Little did Georgia know what she was starting when she gave me those hair clips. <laughs> she was talking. I have something else for you. Do you have the little game? I have a necklace, a bracelet, and earrings. What else is there left? This, he reached into the pocket of his battered, suede overcoat, pulled out a thick sheaf of folded papers, and handed it to her. What is it? Read. Her hands were suddenly shaking. She unfolded the papers. The top was a handwritten letter on fine parchment paper. Bobby skimmed through the sloppy writing. It's from Stephanie. She's agreed to send the kids back before Thanksgiving. His voice went down and to let them stay until the summer. The rest of the stuff there is modified visitation agreement giving me physical custody of Todd and Lissa for the rest of the school year. Bobby, yes. Pressed her hand to her mouth. She set the papers aside before she dropped. It. I I can't believe it. When Judge Gainer postponed his ruling and she and Ethan took the children to Switzerland, I was afraid she'd never let them come back here again. It had been the only thing to mar the perfection of the last two weeks. The parting had been agonizing, but she and Gabe had spoken to and seen, thanks to the wondrous invention of the webcam, both kids every single day since, wasn't the same as being with them, but it made the situation a little more bearable. Why'd you change your mind? I told Ray to withdraw my petition. Shocked, Bobby sing down on the edge of an empty desk. When? Why didn't you tell me? Last week, and I didn't tell you because I didn't want you thinking that I'd given up. Bobby made a soft sound. Never failed to undo her to realize that for all of his secure confidence, Gabe had his wish to. I'd never think that. She touched his hand. You wouldn't. His hand turned over, his fingers closing around her. I told Ray to let Stephanie know that I wasn't going to keep yanking the kids into our battle. I loved them enough to leave them with her if that was the best rule for them. Bobby looked at her eyeballs, but you never thought that was the best for them. Maybe not, but even I had to start facing the fact that for all her faults, Stephanie does love them. He tugged at the ends of her hair, which she tried, tied in a point a very smart woman opened my eyes to that fact. Bobby smiled faintly. I'm still surprised. She picked up the letter again. She let on out that. Like, Stunned, really? <laughs> I guess once I stopped pushing, she could afford to start giving a little. So it would appear... Personally, I think Ethan might have softened her up. Ethan? Well, he's not a stupid man, or he wouldn't be working for Uncle Harry's company, would he? His eyes something there. You didn't know. She's a grad. Of course not. But I can't help it if he's wanted to know everything about the man I intend to marry. Harry's very protective sometimes. And what did you tell him? That he can judge for you for himself when, he's, when we see him over Christmas. That's all? That's all. She shared him softly. But I warn you that he's taking credit for our getting together. Seems to think that if he never asked me to show Tim boring around Seattle, you and I would never have met. Fiona would have made sure we did, he said, looking amused. Shook his head and laughed a little. So So Steph really did change your own mind. Evidently, Bobby looped her fingers around the labels of his thick jacket. Took them over. So, the kids will be here before Thanksgiving. That gives us about a week and a half. To do what? Find a decent place to live. The carriage house is too small for all of us. It's too small for even the two of us. They've been managing remarkably well since you've been spending nearly every night with her there. And your apartment is not exactly homey. In fact, she'd been appalled... When she finally seen it, which was why they were always at the carriage house, even her hand-me-down furniture were more welcoming than this nearly sterile place. Are you suggesting we move in together? His hands link behind her back. I'm almost shocked. (laughs) It slips tilt quickly. I seriously doubt that. Okay, we'll find a bigger place to rent until we decide on something more permanent. Maybe we'll find some land and I'll build us a home. Satisfied? he nodded. A home with Gabe? What more could you want? Extremely. And in the meantime, since the kids will be back soon, how fast can you put a wedding together once they are? Bobby looked at him quickly. You want to get married right away? When marriage is usually the end result of an engagement, he reminded her. She smiled slowly, then turned around, only then realizing that nearly everyone in the office had been watching them avidly. Cheryl... Cheryl, I'll be leaving now for the day. If anyone calls, her secretary looked surprised and indulgent, <laughs> indulgent smile gruffly. Like, sure thing. Bobby turned back to Gabe. Boston's prerogative, she whispered. Then she hopped off the desk, ducked into her office, grabbed her jacket and purse, and raced back to the love of her life. Come on! She pulled him out of the building and into the uncommonly sunny afternoon. Gabe followed his laughter a little. New. Where are we going now? To start the rest of her lives, of course. He caught her around the waist and dealt with. He swept her through, swept through her just as easily as he swept her right off her feet. Sunlight shined across his face, turning his eyes even blue. That started the day we met. He wrapped her arms around his neck. Oh, how she did love this man! All right, she succeeded. Then we're going to go see mom and all oh, and call my sisters. Nina? I'm working on it. Hello, mm-hmm. yeah. She smiled seriously Because if anyone can organize a wedding in a matter of weeks, it's the Fairchild women. <laughs> Maybe we should take a quick detour along the way. He burst his mouth against me because I'm feeling suddenly desperate for just one Fairchild woman in particular. <laughs> How easily he can have her blood ripening through her veins. Maybe a quick detour, but then off to my mother's. <laughs> he nodded, looking amused and obedient and holy sexy. All at the same time, he set her back on me. You think all of you can pull a wedding together before the end of the year and not be disappointed? I'll be tangled with fingers with his. Nothing about marrying you will ever be a disappointment, she promised <laughs> quietly. Then she smiled brightly. And yes. I'm sure that we can. And they did. Yeah.